Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast.
So, a funny thing happened on the way to the cold open this week. A couple of days ago, I had our bookends locked down. I realized that Kurt Vile had dropped Waking on a Pretty Days 10 years ago this week, April 9th, 2013, and I love that record. So, done and done, there's your bookends. And then I realized yesterday, it was 40 years ago on April 12th, 1983, when four young lads from Athens, Georgia, Mike Mills, Bill Berry, Peter Buck, and Michael Stipe, changed the game with their full-length debut, Murmur. It's a record that changed the way I listen to music. It's a record that changed the way I look at the world. It's a record that let me know that there's a whole big, wide world of sonic possibilities out there that I was just beginning to scratch the surface of. And 40 years later, I'm still scratching the surface. But I will never forget the very first time I heard Radio Free Europe, the song we kicked off this week's show with. Peter Buck's arpeggiated guitar drew me in. And then, right out of the gate, bassist Mike Mills stepped up to the plate, track one, album one, to prove what a world-class, badass, secret weapon, most valuable player he was going to be through the entire history of R.E.M. And when you take into account that Mills and drummer Bill Berry had been playing together since their high school marching band days, that is a rhythm section to be reckoned with. And then there is the enigma that is Michael Stipe. To this day, I still have no idea what he's singing about on Radio Free Europe, and I just don't care. All those things and so much more made Radio Free Europe such an irresistible introduction to a band who would soon become one of my all-time favorites. There was nobody quite like them. If you looked up the phrase, breath of fresh air, in your Funkin' Wagnalls, there'd be a picture of R.E.M. At a time when my budding fanship of the likes of Bruce Springsteen and U2 was reaching a fever pitch, so too was my fandom for R.E.M. R.E.M. was a window to a world that I couldn't wait to explore. R.E.M. said to me, there is a world beyond the two dozen or so bands that were force-fed to us on our local album-oriented rock station. By the summer of 1984, R.E.M.'s second album, Reckoning, had already dropped, and I quickly borrowed Reckoning and Murmur from my friend Joe and recorded them onto a Maxell 90-minute cassette. That cassette, along with another 90-minute cassette with Springsteen's Born in the USA and the Thus Soul Mining, were my heavy rotation for the summer of 1984. And to me, Murmur and Reckoning were bookends. They were two incredible albums on their own, but together on that 90-minute cassette, they were like one elongated album. I kind of felt like they needed to be together. The college rock one-two punch of Murmur and Reckoning were the musical gateway drugs I didn't realize I needed. And of course, I can't forget that same summer, seeing R.E.M. for the very first time at the Royal Oak Music Theater in Royal Oak, Michigan. They were playing on a Sunday night. Dream Syndicate was the opening act. And my friend Joe, 
same one who loaned me his copies of Murmur and Reckoning, said, R.E.M.'s playing at the Royal Oak tonight. I'm going to pick up tickets on my lunch break. You want to go? Fuck yeah. The tickets were $10 a piece, and we had 10th row center. The theater was sparsely populated. Peter Buck jangled. Michael Stipe mumbled. My life was changed forever. Aside from how I experienced a musical awakening, thanks to bands like R.E.M., bands like R.E.M. also changed my perception of the American South. Up until that point, to me, any band or artist from south of the Mason-Dixon line was a southern rock band. I thought, oh, Allman Brothers, Marshall Tucker... Leonard Skinnerd until I learned about R.E.M. And what a cool, hip college town Athens, Georgia was. And then I was reminded that R.E.M. wasn't the first. The B-52s, Pylon, Love Tractor. And it wasn't just Georgia. In North Carolina, bands like Let's Active and the DBs made an impact on me way up north in the Motor City. And that murmur was recorded at Reflection Studio, right here in Charlotte, North Carolina, a city where I would eventually move to, a city that I've been living in since 2006, makes murmur even cooler. They entered the studio on January 6th, 1983, wrapped things up on February 23rd, 1983, produced by Don Dixon and Mitch Easter. Murmur dropped on April 12th, 1983, and I've never been the same since. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. Thank you, R.E.M. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now, you're probably saying to yourself, Greenberg, I love R.E.M.'s Murmur, too. But what else is happening on this week's show? That's a great question I would love to tell you. So first and foremost, we are going to spend quality time with three, count them, three superlative new releases from The Hold Steady, Caroline Rose, and Boy Genius. But first, we are going to kick off the first full set of this week's show with something brand new from Lucinda Williams. Lucinda's forthcoming record, Stories from a Rock and Roll Heart, drops on June 30th. The new record features Margot Price, Jeremy Ivey, Angel Olsen, Tommy Stinson, and Buddy Miller. Three songs co-written with Jesse Mallon. And on top of that, Lucinda's memoir, Don't Tell Anybody the Secrets I Told You, drops on April 25th. We're going to kick off this next set with the first single from the record, and it features Bruce Springsteen and Patti Scalfa. It's brand new music from Lucinda Williams and New York Comeback. Dies down to a silent hush And everyone heads for the doors Everybody wants to beat the rush There's nothing left to see anymore They think it's over but they're crying And the story's already been told The writers have to hit their deadline Oh 
Real day. 
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. Wrapping up that last set of music with something brand new from singer-songwriter Jess Williamson. You may remember Jess from last year as one half of the duo Planes, along with Waxahachie. Their album, I Walked With You A Ways, was our number five album of 2022. As a matter of fact, it was tied for number five, along with Mightmares, Cruel Liars, from Jess Williamson's forthcoming album, Time ain't accidental we heard hunter the record drops on june 29th before jess williamson brand new music from jenny lewis her new album joy all drops on june 9th produced by dave cobb who is also known for working with the likes of Jason Isbell. And if you've not watched the new HBO Max Jason Isbell documentary, do so as soon as possible. From Jenny Lewis's Joy All, we heard Psychos. Joy All is Jenny's first record for Blue Note, and it also features the previously released 2021 song, Puppy and a Truck. I have not seen the video yet, but apparently... The video stars one Harry Styles, which totally makes sense because Jenny spent a lot of time opening for Harry. At the top of the set, brand new music from Lucinda Williams getting an assist from Bruce Springsteen and Patti Scalfa. One of two songs that Bruce and Patti appear on, New York Comeback, comes to us from Stories from a Rock and Roll Heart, which drops on June 30th. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Speaking of NRM Streamcast, you know, there are so many awesome shows you can check out on NRM Streamcast. And a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows. And I want to call specific attention to 11 Mile Sessions Live, hosted by my old friend Scott Boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show. Scott and I both had shows at whfr.fm on the campus of Henry Ford College in Dearborn, Michigan. And Scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show. I think it was on Sunday afternoons. Nicest guy in the world. Very laid back. And he brought in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio. And that was one of the benchmarks of his show. And with 11 Mile Sessions Live, he continues to bring in artists to play live. He spins a lot of great homegrown Motor City music and you can watch the show live Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. And there are so many ways you can check it out. If you're going to catch it live, you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or 
at 11milesessionslive.com, and that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out. All episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com, and you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts. The latest episode features a live performance from Happenstance. I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 48 episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along, we're going to spend some quality time with the latest from singer-songwriter Caroline Rose. Caroline's fourth album, The Art of Forgetting, dropped on March 24th. Their second album, Loner, was our number four album of 2018, and their third album, Superstar was tied for our number six album of 2020, along with Heim's Women in Music Part 3. Having said that, and having seen Caroline live a couple of times, and by the way, they are just hands down one of the best live performers working today. I was excited to learn late last year that Caroline was going to drop a new album in 2023. However, ain't gonna front. I was kind of sort of underwhelmed by the first couple of pre-release singles. Regardless, I knew this was going to be a departure, both sonically and emotionally. And I knew it was on me as a fan to pivot with the artist, or to regretfully say, maybe this record isn't for me. It's barely been a month since this record dropped, and I've spent quite a bit of time with it. I'm happy to report that I fucking love it. The pre-release tracks underwhelmed me, because I didn't hear them in the context of the whole album. Once I heard it all together, it clicked. The Art of Forgetting is one of the most beautiful breakup records I've ever heard. Because Rose is such a gifted songwriter, we as listeners don't know 100% of the story, and that's okay. What comes shining through is that they were going through something. And because I think Caroline Rose is just so damn likable, Not only as an artist, but as a human being, I'm here for every centimeter of this journey. And while it's clear that Rose was going through something, there is a strong through line of hope on this record that is represented by a series of voicemails from Caroline's Mima, And it's just so damn delightful. And then... The payoff comes at the end during the fade out of the final song as you hear a recording of Caroline finally returning Mima's calls and letting her know that they're okay. As a fan and a human being, hearing this gives me all the feels. And it reminds me of Leonard Cohen's quote, There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. I'm not your mother I'm not your brother I am not your son I'm not your keeper Your debt collector I am not a puppeteer pulling strings 
By virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, 
tell them. We archive every episode of the podcast, and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com, where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. In that last set of music, we spent some quality time with Caroline Rose's latest, The Art of Forgetting. At the top of the set, we heard Love, Lover, Friend, followed by Miami. Better than gold, everywhere I go, I bring the rain. The Doldrums, Cornbread, Stockholm Syndrome, Florida Room, and we wrapped things up with Where Do I Go From Here? Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, we're going to spend some quality time with the latest record from The Hold Steady, their ninth album, The Price of Progress, dropped on March 31st, and the band is currently celebrating their 20th anniversary. While The Hold Steady is originally from Minneapolis, they are currently based in Brooklyn. They rose from the ashes of the band Lifter Puller four years after their breakup, formed by former Lifter Puller frontman Craig Finn and former lifter puller guitarist Tad Kubler. They first popped up on my radar in 2004 with the track called The Swish from their debut album Almost Killed Me. I became a fan for life, however, with 2006's Boys and Girls in America, which I didn't actually hear in its entirety until early 2007. And when I heard it, my whole world changed. Imagine, if you will, Randy Newman fronting the E Street Band on a thin Lizzie Bender. Based on my love of boys and girls in America, I would tell anyone who would listen that the Hold Steady single-handedly saved rock and roll. Stay Positive, the album that followed that, was also pretty damn rock solid, and then keyboardist Franz Nikolai left the band. The album that followed, Heaven Is Whenever, I ain't gonna lie, it's my least favorite Hold Steady record. The one that followed, Teeth Dreams, a step in the right direction, but it just wasn't the same. And I don't want this to sound like I'm saying that Franz was the hold steady. There are six of them, and they all play an important part. Craig Finn is one of the most compelling songwriters and frontmen working today. Tad Kubler is an insanely underrated guitarist. There is no hold steady without them rising from the ashes of lifter puller. But because I am such a huge Springsteen fan, and because Franz Nikolai brings that E Street flavor to the songs of the Hold Steady when he left the band, that was a big deal for me. Conversely, it would have been an equally big deal had Craig Finn or Tad Kubler left the band. Got to see Franz Nikolai playing a solo show at a club here in Charlotte and had a chance to have a conversation with him. Hands down, one of the nicest musicians I've ever met. Got to see The Hold Steady playing a free show at the Jam Room Music Festival in Columbia, South Carolina. And I felt super lucky to be there, but I felt like something was missing. And I hate to be that guy, but it was the truth. So imagine how excited I was when Franz rejoined the band in 2016. 
Since then, they have radically altered their approach to touring. Gone are the days of grinding it out on the road for weeks at a time. Instead, they play three-night residencies, or weekenders as they call them, in a handful of major metropolitan cities each year. Last year, we had tickets to see them in Atlanta in early June. And what happened? Just days before the show, your boy got covid Cue the symphony of sad trombones. With that in mind, Deer holds steady. I'm a huge fan and was heartbroken when I could not see your show last year because I got COVID. Please play at least one weekender in the Carolinas this year. Sincerely, your pal, Greenberg. And with that, I step down from the soapbox as we spend some quality time with the album that Pitchfork calls a celebration of second winds, unlikely comebacks, and undying rock and roll dreams.
No medication for the same old depression It never works when no one listens But it's sure nice to meet some fellow musicians In the window of the storefront There's a mugshot for a manhunt And those cakes all decorated with cartoons Pinatas shaped like parrots Secrets leaking from the gas tanks In the back while they were twisting up balloons The helium was noble And the nitrous was obnoxious And the neon lit the stage for the patrons in their boxes And the scarecrow stepped on set He stumbled then recovered Started on his steps then said whatever This is showbiz At the spotlight If you really want to dance then put your shoes on And the diamonds in his tie pin was blinking like an isolated neutron He said it's perfect when you're finally performing But all this waiting around just gets so boring When the show is over Then the people in the theater Stand up and start to clap Try to take this whole thing back But the night is just beginning For the actor and the gaffer He's taking off his makeup And they meet up by the back door In the alley there's a taxi When they get in it starts moving And the driver gets a feeling That he knows just where they're going And it's quiet and he listens To the actor and the gaffer Discuss the things they're getting And where they're going after And at 4 a.m.'s the night time or the morning it's hard to get to sleep after performing When a star is born, the habit begins forming It's hard to get to sleep after performing The adrenaline that kicks in When the stagehand hits the curtain It's exciting when you're working You get to be a different person But later when it's over And they're sweeping up the lobby and you're still on that wavelength And it's sometimes hard to shake it The bakery's a business That's pretty unsuspecting They're busy on the third shift And the doors are always open The actor and the gaffer They enter through the kitchen When the baker sees them coming He starts taking off his apron Now it's showtime At the spotlights but the gaffer never turned up And his phone's been dead since last night Now it's showtime Cure the dancers The director phones the actor But the actor doesn't answer Call the backup Get the new guy They're pacing around backstage Trying to brush up on their lines The understudy Plays the savior Comes in and does the part Without the dangerous behavior But when a star is born The habit begins forming It's hard to get to sleep After performing 
is 4 a.m. the night time or the morning It's hard to get to sleep after performing She got a sixer from the store down the street Stayed up watching basketball replays There's a reason that she can't go to sleep And it's got nothing to do with LeBron James Has to do with a chemical reaction Stimulated synapses, the snapping of the crackling The doctor gave her something to focus her attention Got a six-month supply in the cupboard in the kitchen Upstairs she hears footsteps And she has an idea He's home late for some dinner and some drinks Another Friday with the suits in the steakhouse Asset management's as thrilling as you think But they pay him pretty well Now he's renting out the penthouse Hasn't met the neighbors, he's new to the building So he's a little bit surprised when he notices the knocking When he opens up the door, it's the girl who lives beneath him Shaking up the bottle like she's playing the maracas Said she's high and she's restless He put something on a stereo, it sounds like it's Sinatra She thinks that seems a bit square But there's things you overlook when you're getting with a guy upstairs She opens up the bottle and starts pouring out the pills Crush it on the counter, being careful not to spill He starts mixing drinks, measuring the gin Getting down the glassware, muddling the men They talk about their work, where they went to school How the city's kinda changed, how it used to be so cool It's hard to make friends when your job is so demanding They start dancing Sunrise and the sundown Sending out for takeout Sharing inside jokes now Finally tries to kiss her And she said that it's not like that And now he wished he wouldn't have done that Cause everything is awkward And the conversation slows She cleans off the countertop And said that she should probably go She's seen him at the mailbox Flipping through the mail drop She wasn't sure how to start it Spent the last weekend trying to find a small connection At least she got to see his apartment A nigga poster in the silver frame She thought that seemed kind of lame She wakes up late for work with the sniffles and a spiraling shame And later in the fall when she sees him in the hallway She makes a point to be friendly He's standing with some baby that he's calling his fiance. Her name is either Kelly or Katie. 
She's glad they found each other The wedding's next September She's planning her own party tonight Crushing up pills at home Watching basketball highlights She thinks she hears footsteps But now they're not really there to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com.
A fistful of tracks in that last set from The Price of Progress, the latest from the Hold Steady. At the top of the set, we heard Grand Junction, followed by Sideways Skull, Understudies, Sixers, and we wrapped things up with Flyover Halftime. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Speaking of NRM Streamcast, you know, there are so many awesome shows you can check out on NRM Streamcast, and a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows and i want to call specific attention to 11 mile sessions live hosted by my old friend scott boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show scott and i both had shows at whfr.fm on the campus of henry ford college in dearborn michigan and scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show i think it was on sunday afternoons nicest guy in the world very laid back and he brought in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio and that was one of the benchmarks of his show and with 11 mile sessions live he continues to bring in artists to play live he spins a lot of great homegrown motor city music and you can watch the show live thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m in the eastern standard time zone And there are so many ways you can check it out. If you're going to catch it live, you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or at 11milesessionslive.com. And that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out. All episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com. And you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts. The latest episode features a live performance from happenstance. I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 48 episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along, we're going to spend some quality time with the latest from the supergroup Boy Genius. Boy Genius is singer-songwriters Lucy Dacus, Julian Baker, and Phoebe Bridgers. Their full-length debut titled The Record, dropped on March 31st and is the follow-up to their 2018 self-titled EP. To put this into context, in 2018, all three of these artists were just starting to get attention. Five years later, individually, they are three of the most critically acclaimed indie rock singer-songwriters working today. Back in January... Boy Geniuses, the record was one of the most anticipated records of the year. Less than a month after its release, it's one of the most critically acclaimed records of the year. They just played the first weekend of Coachella and are about to play the second. They made it to the cover of Rolling Stone, paying homage to when Nirvana did the same. In short, it's Boy Geniuses' world. We just live in it. Personally, I'm still in the process of processing the record but I love it, and I am looking forward to spinning it again and again and again. Pitchfork gave the record an 8.2 and proclaimed it best new music of that week. And because they wrote about it so eloquently, I'm going to give Pitchfork the last word before I hit play. 
The steadfast devotion between the women of Boy Genius is a subject worthy of a dog-eared literary classic, one that's passed from friend to friend until the pages come fluttering off the spine. In 2016, Julian Baker spotted Lucy Dacus reading Henry James in the green room of a venue and felt an immediate affinity. The two became friends and developed mutual unspoken crushes as they wrote each other lengthy correspondences online. A month later, a similar kinship transpired between Baker and Phoebe Bridgers, who traded favorite authors and poets in their own email thread. They were three young singer-songwriters of shrewd sensitivity tentatively navigating early career acclaim. Things were happening for us all at the same time, and I think we gravitated toward each other, Baker said. Cut to 2018 when they got booked together on a triple bill and headed into the studio thinking they'd record one song. They emerged with six. By all accounts, making that initial Boy Genius EP was an ineffable experience, the consequence of which should not be diminished through careless simile. It was not like falling in love, Bridgers states. It was falling in love. Give me everything you've got. I'll take what I can get. I want to hear your story and be a part of it. Thank your father before you, his mother before him. Who would I be?
looking peaceful enough to me but she's waking up inside a dream full of screeching tires and fire we're coming back from where no one lives pretty much just veterans when i pointed out where the north star is she called me But summer's in your blood You can't help but become 
virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Boy Geniuses, the record at the top of the set, Without You Without Them, followed by $20.00. Emily, I'm sorry, True Blue, and we wrapped things up with Not Strong Enough. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get, right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now, we are going to ramp things up much in the same way that we kicked things off with a track from R.E.M.'s Murmur, celebrating its 40th anniversary We kicked things off with Radio Free Europe. We wrap things up with Catapult. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care, be safe, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl because they understand.